you guys. Welcome back to Rave Culture Podcast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. I apologize in advance for how ratchet my voice sounds right now, you guys. (laughs) It is really rough. It's going to be hard to get through this one. Um, I might have to make this a shorter episode just because I'm not feeling too hot right now. But if you could not already tell from the title, today is a recap of how Imagine Music Festival went. And I'm also going to be talking to you guys just in general about how to make friends at festivals and just what the experience like is like with this community. And I just met so many people at Imagine this past weekend that I thought it would be fun to just incorporate that into my festival recap um, because I do get a lot of questions sometimes whether people are going to festivals by themselves or they're trying to find a rave family just like how do you put yourself out there how do you make new friends at festivals so I kind of want to talk a little bit about that because I did have that experience this weekend Um, but before we get any further and again thank you for bearing with me with my voice I literally just got home today from Atlanta and the amount of dust that was getting like kicked up into the air at this festival like literally after night one all of us in our room already had like issues with our throat and our nose and our ears all feel clogged and so after three days of that I mean it was literally all over um so I kind of sound way worse than I feel but I'm still not feeling that hot if you guys have been to music festivals you know how it is we always get like a festival sickness after the fact so that's me That's where I'm living right now. (laughs) But before we get into the topic today, I just wanted to say thank you guys for tuning in every week. Thank you guys for spreading the word about the podcast. If you guys could all just pause this right now, screenshot your screen and share this on your Instagram stories, on Twitter, on Snapchat, wherever it is, send a link out to your friends. Um, I truly, truly appreciate you guys sharing this with people and that's how we grow this community and I really just want to spread as many like positive vibes out there as possible. And um, it's been really cool to meet people out at festivals who love the podcast and who listen every week. Uh, It's truly like my baby. I love doing this so much. So I'm very excited and I thank you guys so much for sharing the word about everything. All right, I'm just going to get into this because I keep having to take breaks because I'm literally losing my breath as I'm talking. So this is going to be a hard one to record you guys. But anyway, I think that's all I've got at the top of the episode. Um, If you guys listen on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I would love it if you would rate and review the podcast. Um, that definitely helps me again spread the podcast so thank you for like throwing me a couple stars or even leaving a review I appreciate that very much and yeah we're gonna do some EDM news at the end of the episode I have a couple things to go over with you guys but I really just want to get into imagine and let you know how everything went while it's fresh on my mind Um, I, I enjoy doing these like fully dedicated episodes to these festivals just because I know that there are some people out there who can't attend that many festivals and are curious what the overall experience is like and I you know before you go and spend a ton of money I would love to just let you know what the experience is like how it went for me what the best sets were crowd was like um, pros and cons and for this one in particular there is a little bit of tea to spill Um, I did have some issues I'm going to talk about it I'm also going to be doing daily vlogs on my YouTube channel so if you guys are not already subscribed over there it's just under my name Emma Capotis I'm actually just about to hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube which is like the biggest moment for me ever I can't even think about it with like out wanting to cry at the beginning of the year I said my goal for 2019 was to hit 5,000 so the fact that we're almost at 10 in our family is fucking crazy so anyway if you're not subscribed to any 
over there already i would love it if you would go over there and subscribe um but yeah you'll see daily vlogs from me from imagine the footage is so so good i really was working this weekend and hustling just trying to capture what it all was like and then i'm going to be doing um more detailed festival review on my youtube channel as well um i'm probably going to talk a little bit more about the issues in that video so i will touch on them today but i'm not going to go into like you know full detail so anyway let's start from the very beginning how did i come to find out about imagine and um why did i end up deciding to go there so i actually i don't think I had ever heard of Imagine. Like maybe I had seen a lineup drop here or there. But again, I live in New Jersey, so I'm, it's not like a local festival for me or anything. And I was contacted by a representative from the festival basically saying, um, you know, would you be interested in attending? Like in exchange for content creation, you would get a pass. And I was like, sure, why not? You know, the, I looked at the lineup. I liked what they had already. And it, it's something new. And I do like to try, you know, going to new festivals so that I can show you guys more on my channel. And it's not just the same content over and over again and I actually heard from my friend on YouTube Vibe with Aid um, that she was contacted as well and I was like okay maybe she and I can work something out together maybe we could go together that would be really really fun Um, because at this point I wasn't planning to like bring my usual rave family or like any of my close friends this seemed to me to be more of like not a business trip but I knew that I would be like working at this event and um, I just started hearing from more and more people who I know online that they were gonna go so I was like you know what maybe I'll just go and meet new people this would be a first for me like just traveling by myself to an event I'm obviously staying with some people but going like by myself and not with my usual rave family so I kind of like thought it was exciting to put myself out there and like at this point I'm you know I'm 28 years old I've been doing this for a while I feel pretty confident in myself and I'm like comfortable traveling by myself so I was like I'm just gonna do it I think this would be a really good opportunity to meet new people I'm always encouraging others to do the same so I was like you know what I gotta do it too let's just like I I don't want to miss this event so I don't want that to like hold me back or anything so I agreed to go um, and then I ended up staying with Aid her boyfriend Ryan and another um, social media influencer Taylor Bruno Um, I will like leave all of their information um, in the YouTube link and stuff like that guys if you want to check them out Uh, they, they were so awesome spoiler alert I love all of them and it was like the best time ever but Again, I didn't know Taylor. I had never met Aid in person. So, and I've been talking to Aid for like over a year and I, I already knew I liked her. You know, we've had like a really good rapport up until now. So I was like, let's do it. This will be so fun. We'll finally get the chance to meet. And yeah, our plans were set. Um, So I did some research before the festival because I, you know, of course, want to like see what people are saying about it. And on Reddit and Facebook, I kind of found this common theme of people saying there had been been issues with the production and the management of the festival like it seemed to be this trend of communication being pretty shitty with this festival like things being announced really late um things I think like changing on the lineup logistics with camping just like basically them saying overall like the PR wasn't that good and the communication on behalf of the festival wasn't that good I think they might have had like issue with water in the past too um 
it just became clear to me like I had read enough comments that I was like expecting there to be issues with management that's just you know just to be very transparent everyone that's where my head was at so I had lower expectations for this festival um the lineup was good it wasn't like great in my opinion but at that point only the first stage of the lineup was out and it was a three-day festival there was camping as an option I stayed in a hotel and I also did like a shuttle um on their shuttle line so that like all was great so anyway that's where my head was at Uh, I had never done a festival in Atlanta so I like wasn't sure what to expect there but anyway leading up until the festival there were a couple things communication wise just like as an influencer working with them that were like a little red flaggy to me um one of them being that they decided to add a fourth day to the festival like literally a month and a half before the festival I think it was in July so it was a three-day festival and then all of a sudden they announced that there was now a Thursday pre-party and that was just weird like we had already booked our travel and everything so like I had never really heard of a festival just deciding to add another day all of a sudden so I didn't really like that but nevertheless I was like super super hyped like very excited again to be honest with you guys leading up until the festival I was having like a lot of stress last week it was like it's been really really hectic at like my full-time job so I almost like didn't have time to mentally prepare for this festival um so I kind of just went into it being like whatever it's gonna be fun I'm excited but you know there's a lot to do there's a lot of content to create this was also my first time at a festival um working for brands so on Friday I did an Instagram story takeover for Rolita Couture they're a really awesome um female owned rave clothing company and then on Saturday I did a snapchat takeover for Freedom Ravewear who I love I'm affiliated with them they're awesome so I was like kind of nervous because I knew I had to like you know be on my game and take pictures and videos for them the whole day and so like in the back of my head I had to constantly be reminded like okay you need to post here here and here so you know I was clearly enjoying myself at the festival but it was just like that one added level of like okay I gotta remember to do all these things and record videos for my vlogs and host meetups and like do all this stuff so I was like stressed (laughs) I definitely was stressed but it ended up all working out perfectly it was such a good time I really quickly want to talk about making friends at festivals before I get into like my actual experience and how each day went so like I said I went with Aid her boyfriend Ryan and Taylor and this was probably want to say like out of all the festivals I've ever done I met like the most people this weekend and I don't know if it's because I wasn't with my usual rave family or if it's because like they heavily went after social media influencers for this festival like in imagine did a huge push to like bring in all of these like influencers and content creators to like promote the festival so like everywhere I looked and every time I was in the crowd there would be people that I recognized or that I like was familiar with or that I knew through friends so I just felt like I was talking to so many people I was really networking and everyone was so nice and like it just reminded me why I love this community and everyone is so welcoming and friendly and you know we all have the same like passion and love for music so it's like you get to be around these like-minded people and it just I was like this is awesome and that's why I feel like a sense of home when I'm at music festivals so I just wanted to say to anybody out there who's thinking about you know attending an event by yourself or you know going with a group of people you've met online honestly if you've been talking to them for a while and you feel like comfortable with them I say like go out of your comfort zone and just do it um I know Taylor posted about this on her Instagram uh Taylor and I had never met uh I literally just like looked at her Instagram after Aid told me she was staying with us and I was like okay she's 
19 years old. She's like almost 10 years younger than me. Um, you know, like, what are we going to have in common? I didn't know. I love that girl. Fucking shout out Taylor Bruno. She's awesome. <laughs> and she was like such a ball of energy and she was just such a delight to be around. And we both like had very similar tastes in music. We were literally crying at like above and beyond Seven Lions. And I just was like, this is the best part about all of this. Like meeting people from other parts of the country, finding things you have in common and just thoroughly enjoying yourself and making memories together for the weekend. So again, you know, you can meet people online. It's crazy what social media can do. I mean, Ada and I became friends through YouTube. So yeah, I'm like a total supporter of it now. I think it's a really cool thing to do. And I think, you know, maybe just put yourself out there, you know, obviously be safe about things, but you know, don't be afraid to approach people at festivals and talk to people um we had so many like shuffle circles going on i literally was a part of like one of the biggest shuffle circles circles i've ever seen at wax motif set on saturday it was like a planned rave circle kind of thing but um that was really cool i have really cool footage from that so anyway i just wanted to say music festivals are a really good place to make new friends and to meet new people so don't be afraid to put yourself out there um there's so many opportunities to just like go up to someone in the crowd and start talking to them or just to like vibe out with someone uh ryan was saying his favorite thing during a set is when you just make eye contact with a complete stranger and like the both of you just like nod and you get it (laughs) you're both just like vibing to the same music so anyway i just was truly truly so happy with the people that I met that I was surrounded with the whole weekend I don't have a bad thing to say about a single person and I'm just so happy that I've been able to connect with these people online and now in person and it's just really cool and it just reminds me why I love doing all this stuff and why I love this community so I'm very happy to be a part of um of the EDM and music festival community also just a quick shout out to one other friend Tom from the lunchbox so um Tom and I obviously are working together I'm working with the lunchbox but he and I hosted um a meetup on Sunday together and he was also there with like a ton of different friends I swear to god this man hustles like no other he like knows so many people and he was really really great because he knew that again like I was kind of there by myself not really by myself but so he was like introducing me to all these people in the community and like I really really appreciated that because you know I'm trying to put myself out there and I'm trying to you know grow our group here as well and meet as many people as possible so I was really thankful that he did that and like took me under his wing and um yeah everybody he introduced me to was super cool and there were so many people with lunch boxes at Imagine Music Festival I was so happy and proud like I feel like an honorary member <laughs> of the team because uh, I love the guys over there but yeah I mean at um Izu I didn't see as many of like the lunchbox hydration pack but at Imagine there were so many and it's so funny we'll just like point to someone in the crowd and be like lunchbox fam and everyone just kind of like recognizes that we're like our own little community and uh yeah it's the best I actually had a couple people approach me because mine have like the lights on them and I have my um night base skin on it which was like a special edition so yeah I always get compliments on the lights and it's very easy to find a lunchbox in the crowd because they'll be the backpacks that are usually like glowing with the lights strung on them so anyway shout Shout out Tom and the team at the Lunchbox. Um, It was really, really great, you know, shuffling and dancing with everybody and and having a good time. All right, guys, I'm going to take a super quick break. And then I want to go into more of like a recap of how each day went Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And I want to give you guys like my highlights, um, my favorite sets. um, And then I'm going to do a quick like pros and cons list. So let's just take a quick little break and then we'll be right back. 
Alrighty, you guys, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow along with us on social media. My personal account is at Emma Capotes. That's at Emma K-A-P-O-T-E-S on Instagram and on Twitter. And then if you guys want to follow along with the podcast, it's at Rave Culture Cast. Ooh, that did not sound good. I'm sorry, my voice just died. It's at Rave Culture Cast at Rave Culture Cast. Um, and another quick reminder, you guys can always send in any um, feedback or submissions for future episodes, like topics you want me to cover, anything like that. You can send an email to raveculturecast at gmail.com, raveculturecast at gmail.com. Um, I still have yet to record the episode on raving solo. So you guys, one last push here. If you have any stories on what it's like to rave solo, what your tips and advice would be for other people who are about to do the same what your basically what your experience has been like you know do you prefer to go to music festivals alone yes or no why um send in yeah your stories voice memos whatever to raveculturecast at gmail.com i'm most likely recording that this weekend so try and have it to me probably by like saturday anyway that's all i've got now let's get into the festival recap Alrighty, you guys, my voice is really dying, so I'm going to try and get through this quickly. This is going to be a shorter episode, so I apologize for that. But anyway, so let's go through the weekend. How did it go? What were my favorite sets? So basically what had happened was <laughs> on Friday, we didn't really have anyone. We were like all dying to see like, I think it was like Rez kid dr fresh sudden death i think those are like the main people i was kind of like looking forward to so no one i was like dying dying to see besides res so we left our hotel at six we took the shuttle line and because we were a part of the influencer program we were guaranteed um a vip festival pass but we had to go pick it up at the credentials office so basically it was very confusing this was one of my biggest issues so we got dropped off at the shuttle stop entrance which was not the main entrance to the festival and we had received an email basically saying that on Thursday it was kind of a shit show and the will call lines were all like really really long so they were trying to avoid that today so they were like come to the credentials office so we get dropped off at the shuttle stop and we're like asking around because we have no idea where this building is located and basically it was like halfway around the other side of the raceway so we just started like walking and we picked up some other people on the way um if you guys know Corey. I think it's Corey Owl Eyes. Yeah, Corey Owl Eyes on Instagram. She's so dope. Her outfits are sick. Her and her boyfriend were walking with us and we were all just like trying to find this credentials office. It took us like 20 minutes and like it's Atlanta. It's hot as shit. You know, we pre-gamed a little bit and we were like, oh my god, where is this? So we get there and And it's this like small office and there's a ton of people in there already. But we were lucky like we got there early. The line was so long by the time we finally left there. It took us over an hour just to pick up our wristbands. I'm not going to get into it. I'm going to talk more about it in the festival review video. But let me just say it was not a good experience. I was very unhappy with the customer service. Um, Probably the worst I've ever experienced at any festival I've ever been to. And that's like putting it lately. Uh, Yeah, it was a little bit ridiculous. So whatever we finally get our wristbands um we were also charged this like really weird fee that was just sprung on us at the last minute so I'm waiting here back about getting my money refunded because it was a very bizarre moment but anyway again we're gonna we're gonna save that story needless to say this is how Friday was kicked off for us you know like we had been waiting all this time 
walking around like idiots like trying to figure out where to go by the time we got into the festival the sun had set (laughs) so that's like the span it was like almost an hour and a half maybe two from door to door by the time we like handled all this shit so we finally got in and we were like okay we're shaking that off like you know we've done this so many times it shouldn't ruin our night we're finally here so we get in and the first thing we wanted to do is we had rented a locker for the weekend so we were like okay like we looked on the map this is where the lockers are let's like go drop our stuff and then go enjoy the night and get a drink so we go to the spot the lockers are not in the spot that they were marked in them so we're like okay are the where are the lockers this is so bizarre so we start asking around and like nobody can tell us where the lockers are at so now we're like were we just scammed again like are the lockers not even here like what the fuck why are they moving stuff on the map so we were pissed about that finally found them they were moved they were like in the way back corner and the people at the lockers were like oh yeah we found out like day of this whole thing has been like really disorganized blah 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 so at this point that was like strike number two I was like okay you know some shit is going on with this festival they don't seem to have their like organization down here really well anyway we brush it off we go we had so much fun we ended up turning the night around we were drinking these things called the beatbox which I had never had before aid had had them they're like these little boxed I don't know if it's like a punch or it's like rum or vodka drinks 11% alcohol you guys so be very very careful because they're deceivingly strong I had two and I was like floored that was all I needed for the whole night I was literally done down for the count so we had those um Friday though I will be very honest this was like one of the first festivals I was just like walking around and we didn't really like we went to sets but we weren't paying as much attention like I said we were kind of meeting new people and we just ran into so many people we knew so it was more about that um sudden death was good we did catch him and then who else oh we saw Rez Rez was good and then we went to the Disco Inferno stage so there were a couple stages but the two main ones we were at were main stage which was like Oceana stage and Disco Inferno stage which like as you came down in the entrance down the bleachers that was the stage facing the bleachers it was very much like an EDC Las Vegas vibe I feel like they were trying to go for that because like the stage right when you come down the bleachers and then main stage off to the left side it kind of gave me EDC Las Vegas vibes a little bit and also it was in a raceway so I wasn't mad at that I liked that uh best set of the night was Dr. Fresh I'd never seen him he was at Disco Inferno so much fun I was so happy and we caught like the end of him because we were at res I should have been at Dr. Fresh the whole time um but yeah honestly that was my favorite set of the night it was a really good time and I think that was pretty much it for Friday like I said we kind of you know just went home the festival ended at 3 a.m Friday and Saturday and midnight on Sunday so this is a long festival like the night feels like a very very long time it's late you're hella tired by the time um, you get back to your room so the next day on Saturday Saturday ended up being like I don't know if it was my favorite day because Sunday was so good but Saturday was like a completely different experience like one of the most fun days at a festival I've ever had Um, Aid and I hosted a meetup thank you guys to everyone who came out to that I have some perlers back there I will show in the videos that are incredible you guys are so talented somebody made me this massive the res hand logo it is so sick and intricate it's the coolest thing ever and again I got to hang out with like Tom from the lunchbox and some of his friends on Saturday and he had such a friend like a good friend group so it was really cool to meet all of them and Saturday's sets oh my god so so good so back to back it was like wax motif into Anna Leno I had never seen Anna Leno like oh my god all those bass house vibes also during wax motif set was when like this massive um shuffle circle broke out so that was so much fun to be a part of I got like awesome video at that so 
that was really really cool um and that was at like 6 30 at night so the vibes are just like really good like right off the bat and then the night kind of like bounced around a little bit I'm trying to remember I definitely I saw part of cashmere and he was good that was like a different vibe because he's more like progressive house and then oh so I genuinely just like went with what I was vibing with on Saturday I it kind of was like a first for me because like I'm the rave mom usually I have like a plan but this is why I always encourage you guys like don't be too structured in your plans like if you're feeling something then stay at a set you don't have to stay with your friends like so basically aid and ryan and taylor went to g jones's set and i was like not feeling that at all so i stayed with tom and his friends and they were at disco inferno and we watched lane eight lane eight was the best set like seven lions was my number one set spoiler alert lane eight was my number two i'd never seen lane eight i don't think i vibed that hard to a set and i don't even know how long like i just loved it it was like exactly what i needed in that moment it was just such a good vibe all around. I got so many videos there. Like I, w- I was in heaven. I was literally in heaven. I was like, I don't want the set to end. It was so good. So I was like proud of myself because, you know, we all kind of went off and did our own thing. And it actually was like ended up being really good. I found aid no problem later on in the night. We met up for Zed's Dead and Above and Beyond. So um, yeah, just good vibes all around. Such a good crew. And yeah, and then I caught the end of Zed's Dead, which like I've never really seen like a full Zed's Dead set. So that was awesome. And that's aid's favorite artist. And then of course, the iconic and legendary loves of my life above and beyond closed out Saturday night and I was just like in heaven Taylor and I were dying because we were both really really big fans and then surprise surprise Aid gave me a gift during their set and she basically made me an above and beyond pearler and I was like in tears it was the sweetest thing ever and she's amazing so that like totally made my life it was really incredible and I loved that moment I'll never forget it and last up so Sunday Sunday was so fun I mean, I'm saying this about everything, but again, got to meet really cool people. We hosted a pretty small um, meetup for the Lunchbox fam on Sunday, which was really fun. And what else did we do? I was at um, Disco Inferno stage a lot again, I think. We did, oh, we got there early for Said the Sky. Said the Sky's set was really good. Um, Highly recommend him. And then there was a Dirty Bird takeover on the Disco Inferno stage. So we saw Justin J. Such a good vibe. Um, We had drank a little bit before, so we were like feeling good during the day on Sunday and then we went over to Seven Lions my absolute favorite my love and it was one of the best Seven Lions sets I have ever seen like he threw down I was in pure heaven I cried three times actual tears oceans is my favorite song when he played it I cried like it spiritually hit me because again I've been like really stressed lately and it just was like I just like let it out so I was in heaven. I had like my seven lions perler on. Um, It was such a good time. And then guys, this is where the night gets crazier. We were at Justin Martin's set afterwards because we went to Justin Martin and Claude Von Stroke to end out the night. Um, We're standing in the crowd and Aid looks over and she's like, oh, that's seven lions wife, Emma. And I look over there. I'm like, yeah. And that's seven lions standing right next to her. And they were just hanging out in the crowd watching Justin Martin. And I was like, guys, we have to say hi. Like I literally, I have to go over there and I have to tell him I love him. And I have to say hi because this moment will never happen again. And I don't know if it was like the liquid courage because normally I would probably have a panic attack. But I just like grabbed Aid's arm and we just walked over to them and we got to say hi. His wife, Emma, is so cool. She was the sweetest thing ever. I was talking to her for a little bit and then I'd, I'd 
literally don't even remember what I said to Seven Lions. Like, I'm pretty sure I said, like, your set was awesome and I love you. And yeah, I don't, I literally don't remember. I just was, like, in literal shock and I hugged both of them. I literally hugged Seven Lions. I touched Seven Lions. I'm dead. We walked away and my entire body was in shock. Like, I literally, my mouth was, like, wide open. Couldn't believe it. Believe it. We were all, like, hugging each other. We were like, what the fuck just happened? So, like, I can't. To go from, like, my favorite artist set and to see him in the crowd and get to hug him, like, whatever. I'm, I'm done. I'm literally done. So, it was just, like, the cherry on top of the night. And from then on out, at Claude Von Stroke set, we all just went, like, balls to the wall. Just danced our ass off. Had so much fun. Um, Taylor is, like, a shuffle queen. She works for Bang Energy. So, you know, she was shuffling all over the place. And, you know, we were exhausted. Like I said, I, how sick I feel now. We just were like feeling crusty and dusty and it was it was kind of time to go and wrap up the night. So we ended up leaving um, a little bit before Claude Von Stroke ended before midnight. So really quickly, I'll just mention I did do the VIP experience, but I'm going to talk about that in the festival review video again, just to save time here and save my voice. But if you guys are interested in what that experience is like, I'll talk a little bit more about there then. Quick, just summary it wasn't anything crazy like they had um we the only vip area we went into was at main stage and it had like nicer bathrooms and bars in there so yeah i i don't know i can give you guys like a full review on the vip wristband if you want but um just stay tuned for that video and again stay tuned for the vlogs because the vlogs will have some footage from vip so just wanted to let you guys know that that had happened um okay i'm gonna wrap up here with um some pros and cons and then we'll do some edm news and we'll call it a day okay so pros like i said the people it was all about the people for me for this festival like I didn't meet a single person that I thought was like rude everyone was friendly everyone was kind people were so passionate about music and into the sets I didn't even have that big of an issue with shoving at this festival which is like such a common thing so no issues with that um you know, as a woman who usually preaches that I like festival flags and totems, those were really dope. I, I thought that there were some really good ones, but at this festival in particular, a lot of people who had flags were standing in the very front of the stage, which I said like etiquette wise, if you have a flag, you shouldn't be up in the front because you block the view of the stage. So I was sort of like eating my words because a couple of people were like, up front with flags and it was totally blocking like the artist so I was a little pissed about that um other than that pros I the venue was good I think the venue was fine um the shuttles like had no problem it was a 20 minute ride from our hotel uh the security line we breezed through it it literally we didn't wait like more than not even five minutes like it was just in and out so that was really really good um production wise I loved the stages you guys the lasers on main stage were crazy I've never seen lasers like that it was like bananas it was so good uh disco inferno i loved the pyro they had there it was a little too hot i will admit like i mean it's atlanta it was fucking hot it was a little too much with the fire um but that's okay we went to the tech yes stage once for one set it was such a vibe we did that on friday actually um that was just something like we happened actually ryan he went to the bathroom and he was he came back he was like you guys we have to go to the tech yes stage like you guys will like die for this right now so we went and did that there was another stage called the amazon Zonia stage it was literally like all the way around the other side um, of the raceway I didn't even go there once um, so to me kind of like seemed like it was off in its own corner I don't know um, what else I mean I think the takeovers were pretty good lineup I would put on like a pro and a con like there were enough artists that I liked but in general there were so many artists I had never heard of on this lineup so the lineup was like eh to me I didn't think it was like the best thing ever by any means I think another pro for me um, was the food truck 
trucks and the shops I thought they had a lot of like really nice vendors I did a lot of shopping I'm wearing if you guys are watching the video I got this really cute motocross crop top from Festi Bestie it's a little bit of a spoiler I'm gonna be wearing this with these really cool bottoms for EDC Orlando because um I got to meet the owner of Festi Bestie there she was such a sweetheart her and her boyfriend so anyway yeah I liked the shopping they had there I thought that was good they had like a pool which was interesting uh, I think they did like a pool party one day I mean we didn't go in the pool at all and there was like a gaming lounge I like walked through it for five seconds but they had like a gaming lounge that was the only area of shade in the whole festival though now that I think about it they didn't do a good job of giving people shade it was hella hot and we were like melting alive so they need to have more shading structures because all the stages are just like open and there's nowhere to go for like a break from the sun uh there were some pretty cool like art installations and stuff I, I thought they did a good job with that I mean everything pr- felt like pretty spaced out which was nice like at no point at any of the stages did I feel like claustrophobic I felt like there was a lot of room to dance I mean we had so many shuffle circles so that was all a huge plus for me okay so some cons besides all like the logistical stuff I had issues with like management wise and communication wise um I don't think they had enough porta potties so they had a couple sections of porta potties but at them they didn't have enough porta potties so the lines were really really long even in VIP like there were not enough trailer bathrooms for sure uh like I mentioned before the lockers were moved so that was not helpful at all like that they weren't on the map in the right place set times were off so on Saturday the the set times were just off we were at Anna Leno and then um when I think she ended and transitioned into Nora and Pure but it said that Nora and Pure had already been on for 30 minutes and it wasn't it was Anna Leno so like this the app was kind of off the app kind of sucked to be honest with you it dropped like it updated three days before the festival so that was really late there were spelling errors on it Um, Some of the set times are completely off. I think it said that like Louisa Child was playing like 12 hours or something like that. So, you know, there was a little, a couple things that were a little off. But other than that, what else? Oh, Diplo backed out, but that could have been Diplo's issue. I'm not really sure, but people were freaking out about that. Um, They replaced him with Shaq. I didn't see Shaq, but I I didn't think that was that bad. I'm not a fan of Diplo, so I literally didn't care that he dropped out of it. I mean, the water stations were okay. Uh, I think there, there were a couple of them. The lines got a little bit long, but we just tried to fill it up when we got there in the beginning and like I said stage wise I think everything was pretty good I think when we first got to Disco Inferno we were underwhelmed but at the end of the weekend it ended up being like my favorite spot so I actually really loved it um it just wasn't anything crazy like it wasn't this huge stage with a lot of like LED screens or anything like that but it ended up being so fun at night especially with fire and stuff and I think that's the overall experience I will get a little bit more into my cons again in the festival review because I'm going to talk a little bit more about like what happened leading up into the festival in a little bit more detail about what happened on Friday. But overall, you guys, would I recommend this festival? If you had asked me on Friday, I would have said no. But after Saturday and Sunday, I would say yes. Okay, so would I do it again? Probably. But at this point, I'm trying to like do every festival once. So I don't know if I would go back next year just because I feel like I had such a good time this year. I can kind of like check that one off. It's not like an EDC Las Vegas to me or even like what I would imagine Electric Forest is like where you're like, I have to go every single year but it was a hell of a good time if you're local and nearby and you don't have to travel that far 1000% recommend it um I honestly think I had more fun at this than I did at Izu and I love Izu but yeah I just think the actual crowd itself the people who went so fun the production was really good so I think if the lineup speaks to you and if you're local um definitely check it out it was a fun ass time and it was easy to get to and security lines weren't that bad um so you know price it out you know if it's affordable 
available for you. I think it's a really good option. I think everything went very well and it was so much fun and I'm so happy with the friendships I came out of this festival with. Uh, I recommend it even like since it's a smaller scale festival if you want to like dip your toes into festivals next year or attend one for the first time. I think this would be a great first festival and I think you would uh, have a good time and enjoy it and you know just meet a lot of new people. So I think that's it. I I hope I didn't like rush this too much you guys but my voice is literally dying. I need to go chug a water but that is my thoughts on Imagine. Uh, I'm already having you know, moments of sadness because I already miss my rave fam. But it was, I just am happy for the experience. I feel like that's how everyone should leave a festival. Be grateful that you had it and that you were safe and that everything went well. And, you know, I can't wait to edit the footage and show you guys, you know, what it was like and what the experience was like. And um, yeah, stay tuned for the review. Uh, I have some other shows coming up. I'm going to be going in the New York City area, if you guys are local, to Don Diablo, Dylan Francis, and then Eric Prince's Hollow Show. I will also be at EDC Orlando. It's my last festival for the year. Just confirming that now. Um, I'll be there all three days. I'm still figuring out my plans, like where I'm staying, who I'm going with, all of that. But now I feel way less stressed and more comfortable going into EDC Orlando because we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll just pull together a Ray family. Who knows? It'll be a good time either way. I will definitely be hosting meetups and running around like crazy and doing lots of fun stuff there. So stay tuned for that. All right, I'm going to take one more super quick break here, you guys, and we'll get into EDM news and wrap up the episode. Okay, you guys, just one last reminder. I would appreciate it so, so much if you guys would tag somebody in this video, share a link with someone, screenshot and share your screen. Tag at Rave Culture Cast or at Emma Capotis on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, yeah, just spread the word, you guys. Tell a new friend today. Uh, that's one thing I ask of you, you know, in exchange for free content. Thank you guys so much. Telling somebody about this for rating and reviewing us on iTunes um, or, you know, subscribing to my YouTube channel. I genuinely appreciate it so so much so thank you guys for doing that all right let's get into edm news all right number one thing i have to quickly talk about edc las vegas sold the fuck out of all tickets all tickets ga ga plus and vip i'm pretty sure it completely sold out in a day it sold out the fastest it's ever sold out. Um, People ask me, has it ever sold out this fast? In the past, it had sold out quickly, but not that quickly. And I felt really bad because a couple people DM me and I was like, oh, it won't sell out until like the month before the festival because that's what's happened the last couple years. How would I know? Um, But I think because of the popularity of camping and just how good the lineup last year was and just like more and more people talking about the festival and now it's the biggest EDM festival in the world, it just spread like wildfire. So congrats to them. It's totally incredible. I'm going to actually have an EDC Las Vegas um, new video because I haven't done one in a while coming up probably in like the next two weeks, you guys. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, if you guys have any people you know going, share them uh, my playlist. I have like over 50 videos in my YouTube playlist, EDC Las Vegas. So any and all questions you have about the festival, go binge watch those videos. I've talked about like literally all at this point. Next thing, I saw a note from Bro Safari on Instagram saying that he is taking an indefinite break from touring to work on his music so any bro safari fans out there um it's gonna be a little while before he plays any shows but he said it was sort of like the best thing for him to do right now just to totally focus on music uh there was also a post a post from noisia uh that they're calling it quits at the end of 2020 i'm gonna really quickly read that announcement 
Yeah, so Noija, this is the comment here. It's three guys. Um, it's a Dutch drum and bass group. I saw, I think it was at Ever After that I saw them live. Um, it's They did a post saying like 2000 to 2020. After 20 years of being Noija, we are re- ready to become something new. Oops, I just clicked out of it. Okay, basically like they've all grown as people and as musicians. They've been performing together for 20 years and they have decided to, you know, sort of like go their separate ways, but they're going to continue I believe touring through the end yeah the end of 2020 so to any Noisia fans I'm sorry I know that's like never a a fun thing to hear but you know respect to all these musicians and we wish them the best um on their future endeavors so you know it's a next chapter for that uh and lastly i saw a post about an avici tribute concert for mental health it's on december 12th and it features artists like david getta kaigo dimitri vegas and like mike laid back luke and nikki romero let me look up where it is because I'm pretty sure it's in like the Netherlands. Yeah, sorry. It's sold out, you guys. But um, it is in Stockholm in Sweden, December 5th at the Friends Arena. Um, Yeah, and it's a mental health awareness concert, which is really friggin' incredible. There's amazing artists. Aloe Black is on there. Adam Lambert on. This is cool. Rita Ora. Wow. That's awesome. A lot of the artists that he's worked with, so... I just wanted to share that. You know, we love Avicii and I saw that post there and I think that's really incredible that they're doing it. So I just wanted to shed a little light on that. Anyway, you guys, that is all of the EDM news I have this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You know, go out there, you guys, put yourself out there, make some new friends at festivals. Um, if you have any questions, again, feel free to DM me. Feel free to send me emails um, to raveculturecast at gmail.com, raveculturecast at gmail.com. Again, look out for the daily vlogs on my YouTube channel coming out uh, in this next week and the full festival review to get all the tea on what really what really went down at the festival uh and thank you guys so much for listening i'll be back next wednesday with a new episode my voice will hopefully be much much better than this shit so see you guys then bye